who will survive? Welcome to a very special episode of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Fountas, and since it's a special episode, no co-host with me today in the basement studio, but we have a special guest, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, really appreciate all the awesome feedback we had last week with Jeff from the Fully Pulsable Podcast, talking all things Bret Hart. That was awesome to talk with him and awesome to do just fun wrestling conversation. If you want to follow us, guys, on Twitter, please do. We are at PPW Podcast, uh, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever gets you your favorite podcasts from. We will feed into that. Support the show. You can head to whatamaneuver.net and pick up a T-shirt. And if you want to support other people, other indie wrestlers, What a Maneuver, Pro Wrestling Tees, High Spots, all that stuff, support everybody and spread good vibes throughout this crazy uh, wrestling time we're in right now. So I mentioned this week we have a special guest. I'm going to get right into it. No crazy intro, no stuff like that. Uh, Brandon Hova came on, and he's a buddy that I've known for a couple of years. You only see him once a year. He's one of these wrestling friends, everybody that you have out there in the world that a lot of us have. And we wanted to chat about some – originally it was just supposed to be about weird wrestling-like junk, which that was the first part of the chat. And the second chat kind of morphed into autographs and meeting wrestlers. And I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation as much as I did having it because I love hearing other people's stories. Sometimes I get caught in YouTube traps where I'm looking down YouTube videos of day in the life videos of, of WrestleCon or other wrestling conventions. And this was kind of that in an audio form. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Later this week, we're going to have another special episode. Keep an eye out for that. I did one with Lee from the Raw is Nitro podcast. We looked back at No Holds Barred. So that is coming later this week. So that's right, two bonus shows for everyone this week to keep you entertained along the way, along your work day, along your commute, uh, along your walks, exercise, whatever you're doing. We are there to give you some entertainment. So right now, we're just going to kick it right into it. This is, a, I'm going to be a live call. Excuse my voice for the first few minutes. I just recorded with Lee from for the Raw's Nitro podcast for an hour went right into this one. So it's a little backwards, but uh, you'll have some fun. And here is Hova. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> what's up, man? How are you? We're good. We're live, pal. Oh, we're live, pal. <laughs> yeah, I just decided let's just give you a call and do it. I think we got yeah, the... We- like we missed the uh, hello. You just woke up though. We missed the what? The when you you answered the phone hello. Like you just woke up. <laughs> you sound like you just woke up. Your I just voice is kind of raspy. I I just did a podcast for an hour, so I got a beer in front of me, oh, so I'll be geez, good. So I, I'm getting this the second half here. Oh, you're like probably half dead. You're no, I got a. You're up. I get an energy drink and a beer, so I'm good. I I'm just gonna crack a um lemonade truly over here um 
I'm I'm not a beer guy, so yeah, we know. We I didn't know. want I didn't I didn't want to mix a vodka <laughs> drink, so I figured I'd have a nice lady water. And, uh, <laughs> lady you know, water. Well, cheers, man. Yeah, cracked one of these. Yeah, cheers. All right, well, um, we got. Know, it's only twelve thirty here. Why not, right? Yeah, why not? Well, we got Brandon Hove on the line uh, out in Buffalo, New York, and it's eleven o'clock here. It is Monday over there, so let's have some fun. Yes. We're gonna talk. Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, we're going to talk wrestling, kind of junk, kind of weird collectibles, all this stuff. We were texting a little bit today about it, and I heard you on the Fully Posable show, and you kind of mentioned it. It was obviously mostly figure talk with you guys with you over there. So let's focus yeah. more on the – we both like ridiculous wrestling crap. I was going to say, for the record, we also like – we text about this quite frequently. Yeah. Like, like I, you'll, uh, yep. you'll send me an eBay auction and I'll be like, Oh man, you should buy that. <laughs> like we go back and forth on this stuff all the time. What's funny is like, sometimes I'll hesitate. I'm like, maybe he'll buy this. I don't want him to buy it. I might want this. <laughs> I know. I hate that. I was, I was making like some, some somewhat notes here of like my, cause obviously I'm using my phone. Yeah. So I, I made some notes here about my eBay and I'm like, Ooh, I'm not going to talk about this because there's like there's like three days left. I don't know when this is going to come out. I don't want anyone, anyone to swoop on this. We're, we're going to release this tomorrow, so you know, oh, man, it'll yeah. be okay. So, I, let me cross a bunch of these off. <laughs> yeah, someone's going to snipe anyone, you. I don't want anyone to uh, make my wallet cry, you know, jump up the bids for me. Yeah, so funny you should say that because uh, one of the guys, uh, Troy Edwards, him and I and KP were – we were going to go to Mania together, obviously, before yeah. everything happened, and we were going to meet Hogan, and we were all talking about what to get, and like oh. I kind of thought about, because Nate Ringskirts has a Hulk Rules shirt framed, I was like, oh, if I could find one of those on eBay, maybe get him to sign that, I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. So like we had a little group chat, I send them to him, I'm like, hey guys, what do you think of this? And Troy goes, thanks. I'm like, what? He goes, I just bought it. I'm like, you ass. <laughs> so he grabbed it. You know, we mentioned we kind of we kind of dabbled that on when we were when I was on fully posable. Like, you know, this this was I was even t- talking to somebody today. I said this would be my weekend. I'd be gathering all my stuff. I'd be you know, um, you know, basically packing for the weekend coming up. Yeah. And I, like I was saying when I did when I did uh, Jeff and Scott show last week, like that would be my week to like get my last eBay purchases in. You know, mm-hmm. like if I was kind of debating on something like. Oh, I better buy this so it'll come in time, you know, so I can bring it to, you know, obviously Tampa this year. And I was just like, man, I didn't have to do that this year. And I do feel bad for guys who who purchase stuff or, you know, whether it be figures or like you said about the shirt. Um, that really sucks, you know, because I know a lot of guys had a lot of autograph plans and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it, it's really a bummer, you know. Yeah, I'm like I guess, like you talked about in the show. We're not going to get too much into the mania stuff because that's what no, it is. Yeah, like what it is, but like the only thing I was mainly bummed about is seeing everybody. Like, oh, this sucks. Like, you sure. know, I wanted to see everybody, and I was bummed I didn't get to meet Hogan because like yeah. I had a I had a really cool thing I was going to sign. I'm going to hold on to it to have him sign, and I'll tell you off air. Hogan's Beach Shop was super cool about the whole thing, and they offered you a couple of different options. Like you could have your money back, or if you want, like you could do get a ticket for a free schedule, we'll give you a VIP front of the oh, line. That's cool. Or like they're like, or we give you these options, and I picked the third option. I'll tell you off air what that was. I don't know if they yeah. offered it to everybody, so I'll tell you off air what that was. Um, 
But that's the only main thing. But other than that, like I didn't have anything big bought. Like I bought a Bret Hart Simpsons magazine to have him sign. That was like twelve bucks. Okay. I'm like whatever, no big deal. So other yeah. than that, I wasn't too bummed. Yeah, I, you know, and I even said too, like you know, there was no real guests that I was like, oh man, like I'm so bummed out and yeah. this and that. But but yeah, it really is. You know, now that to, to go to a couple manias in a row, you know, you you get to to meet guys like you know, like you and, and Ring Skirts and and Jeff and Scott and. There's so many guys we get to meet, and you only see them sometimes once, maybe twice a year if you're lucky. You know, so to cancel this is a big thing for everyone to be like, oh, man, now I don't get to see, you know, so-and-so this year or whatever. So, um, and that blows, you know. I mean, that's that's a huge part of it now. Yeah, I'm kind of debating, like, maybe I should just go to SummerSlam. Like, you know, like, I saved all yeah, this money. I maybe I, mean, I should go. I've seen a lot of people say that, you know, and, and I think a lot of people assume that the – uh, the card is going to be really good just because, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't really get a mania this year. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it, it's definitely on the radar. One, um, one thing I'm definitely considering doing is because flights are so cheap now, just booking the flight. And then like, if it doesn't work out, just cancel it and get my Southwest and, and just get my funds back. Like, yeah. what's funny is like, I was telling my wife, you know, AEW has got this double or nothing show at the end of the month and, and, and at the end of May and that's up in the air if it's going to happen or not. But I can fly to Vegas now for 35 bucks. So I'm like, oh, I, I, know. I should just buy that flight. <laughs> we, we, me and my buddies were talking about just going in general, like mm-hmm. just for the, for a weekend. And yeah. you, I think you can go with like airfare and a hotel. It's like three hundred dollars yeah you know for for a person for a long weekend like a thursday to monday yeah it's insane what what you can go now for yeah it is what it is but we'll uh we'll get into that stuff and all that down the line when we see each other we'll talk about what what, what could have been but <laughs> in la next year yeah you know what i wasn't gonna go but i'm like well no i gotta <laughs> go to. <laughs> like now i gotta go <laughs> now you have to go like because like like you said like the city sometimes, like like Tampa this year, I was like, meh, Tampa. Yeah, yeah, that's what me and Jeff were saying. <laughs> and then like LA, I was like, oh, LA's gross. But you know, whatever, I'll make it out there. We'll make it happen. It'll be cool. It will, it will, because everyone will be there. Um, yeah. All right. So I've got a lot of wrestling weird stuff. And the picture I took on Twitter was this, uh, it's like a wrestling color by number book that yeah. I had when I was a kid. And it's basically colored pencils and you color in based on what the number tells you. It's Ultimate Warrior, Jake the Snake, excuse me, um, Hulk Hogan, all your classic guys. And I got this in a lot of other stuff, and I sold everything else in a lot because I only wanted that. And I've debated because it's nothing's been like, everything's like freshly, nothing's been cut. The sheets are still in sure, there. Yeah. All the colored pencil, I'm like, maybe I should color this and like frame it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it definitely wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, that's like almost like when somebody buys like a vintage puzzle. Um, I've seen guys buy like old, like you know, like there's there, there's an infamous puzzle of like Macho Man on the top rope with like the big robe, and I think he was the Macho King. Yeah, and you can buy that puzzle glue, and you can basically put the puzzle together and then put that sheet of glue over it, and it, you know, it almost now looks like a. a a picture like a you know like you could hang it up on a wall yeah it's a piece of art you know yeah so i mean even with those i mean if you if you did it well um you know i mean i'm sure it would look really cool it would look super probably 90s uh, you know for sure <laughs> that's okay that's my whole house <laughs> my whole basement at least <laughs> it's my whole basement i at mean least. like that's the thing with that stuff it's so funny because you know obviously those are i don't even know if those are around i mean i know you have you have you know two kids but I don't know if those paint by numbers are even a thing anymore. 
they're not like um, it's not it's now yeah. it's like you could they don't want to like encourage you to follow it. it's like you should do your own thing which makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah. be creative yeah no we did we well, had paint, we grew it, up on paint by numbers <laughs> yeah i mean those and like you know i remember um we we touched base about like the color form sets and like just things that like aren't around anymore you know there's some there's some really cool like you know like vintage pieces that it's like man these aren't even like things anymore mm-hmm. like um you know and, and i'm sure like a Viewmaster would fall into that and oh yeah so many so many different like you know toys that we had when we were when we were a lot younger that they don't even make anymore you know so it's not only is it like a vintage wrestling item it's like a holy shit, they don't even make this anymore for kids, you know? Well, now you're going to make me go down a rabbit hole and find a WWF viewfinder, like, slides. <laughs> I know, yeah, I don't even know if there is one. I'm well, sure there is. Well, there's probably not a WWF viewfinder, but they sold the slides. Like, remember, they would sell like, it separately. I was going to say, slides, for sure. Yeah, and for those who don't know what a viewfinder is. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. It was like... After, you know, 2000. It was basically a, like, a, the, the very first virtual reality type of thing. You put, like, a like two basically glasses up to your head and you put a cylinder like piece of paper basically in the uh in this in the glasses and you click a button and it makes it seem like the picture's 3d as you're looking at it that's yeah, all it, it is like a thick pair of binoculars yeah kind of. exactly and, and and you put them in there and then you would click it there was like a little lever on the side and it would change the scene and a lot of times there were like cartoons where it was almost like a story yeah like and Donald you Duck click through like oh you know this is the, the this dog or whatever you know and like you said it was almost like a three dimensional image like you were there yeah and I'm sure now if I picked it up if I gave it to my kid they'd be like why would I play with this exactly <laughs> you have to use your hands for this no way <laughs> yeah it's like I have to hold this like why would yeah, I do this <laughs> give me your PlayStation VR back like, yeah, what if I do I'm this good with this all right so what's uh, I what's just I know you've got a ton of stuff what's one random piece of wrestling like junk or like oddity you currently own that's really cool oh man um i i mean of of recently that i've bought um i've been on a huge like um like a wcw kick so i've been buying all this old like wcw merch that like you know again that stuff that was around that maybe we don't have anymore um usually everything i buy i do post on twitter um i just bought a WCW, I don't know if you've seen it. It was like a 2000, the year 2000. It was like a calendar, like swimsuit of the Nitro Girls. Yeah, I saw that. But it was in this crazy, like, um, someone made a comment that they thought it was like a promotional, like mm-hmm. a press kit for it. Yeah. Because it came with like the, the VHS tape and like a sealed, like 2000, year 2000 calendar. And it was in this like crazy box with like, it like folded out and it, it came apart. It was this huge thing. And I've never seen one of those in my life. So maybe it was like a promo kit to go to like places to sell, like a sample maybe. That's what I was thinking. Maybe like it, whether it be like, you know, retailers or whatever. Um, I don't know, maybe even like video stores, but yeah. it was just such a weird item and I've never seen it before. And I was like, man, that's kind of cool. Like, I'm I'm going to pick that up. And I obviously I did. I could see and, that being like the promo item for like, or like the sample that went to like a Spencer Gifts, like to sell this stuff. Yeah. I mean, obviously back in the day, there were stores like, um, I, I don't know if you guys had them, but we had like Media Play and FYE and, yeah. um, you know, like almost like uh, kitschy, like memorabilia slash CD slash movie places, you mm-hmm. know, Um. 
so yeah, it could have went there, like you said, to to have a big in 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 the inserts. There's a there's a whole display stand where you could like buy the display. So mm-hmm. it definitely could have been. Um, it was just so random. Like I, I I search like Nitro Girls all the time on there, and <laughs> um, you know because it it actually came to be last year. Um, last year, yeah, in New York. Um, at WrestleCon, they had three of the Nitro Girls there, and they don't really sign much. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I ended up finding an old, like, uh, 1999, like a big poster of them, and had three of the six or seven, whoever, on there um, sign that, because obviously like, they don't have figures or anything. They they really don't have much merch at all. Um, no, they have the so videotapes of the calendars, and, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that was basically it. Um, they did make a couple of those die-cast cars uh, that WCW made for, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of the Nitro Girls had those, but yeah, there's really not a ton of like Nitro Girls merch, not even like T-shirts and stuff, which is really crazy for for as popular as they were. Yeah, the only thing I remember, I guess you said, was the calendars, and that's about it. Uh, but yeah, that's the you said promos. Like we talked about, that might be in a promo item. One thing I've been finding lately is like I always type in Coliseum video. Like I try to make searches super generic on eBay because you kind of sure. have to, and. I'll search like souvenirs and I found a couple, uh, WrestleMania seven, like basically like it was like a press kit for video stores saying how much it costs to buy this tape for your video store. And like it said in there, it was like guaranteed revenue for your store. And like, it's like you open up a folder. It was really cool. Yeah. So I got that now and I have it framed up. It's like a WrestleMania seven. It's super unique. And I also have the same one for SummerSlam 91. So I got like these cool like Coliseum video press kits. I'm always on the lookout for stuff like that. A while ago, I got super lucky. My buddy KP sent me a a message on uh, just a DM or whatever. He was like, hey, I just saw this come up. And I looked and it was a sealed lot. Somebody found like in like a storage unit they bought or whatever, all the old Coliseum video promo items. So like when you would go to the video store and the old tapes, they would say, you get a free gift with rental. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And course, like yeah. my mine never. So this was the box of those free gifts. So it was wow. like fifty bucks. I've got cards and pictures. Oh, I think I remember you tweeting this out. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll I've got so many like doubles. I'll send you some stuff. I do it that's, for giveaways that's too. Cool. I'll send you. It's just like it's super cool. It's like Bret Hart trading card that says calls in video or mini yeah. postcards. It's just awesome stuff like that. Well, that's a lot of the cool stuff too. Is like when you um kind of going in that realm when you used to order the pay-per-view you could um mail your cable receipt in Mm -hmm. and they would send you like a free gift like wwe would um i don't know if you ever experienced any of this but like you used to be able to send in like hey i bought the king of the ring well we're gonna send you a wwf cd case or like they, they did random like giveaways like that and it was crazy yeah, they did like every once in a while, it'd be like an exclusive figure or like a T-shirt yeah. or something. But yeah, do you ever look I for those? Like, I, I always remember like the the, the CD case because I thought that was like super cool when I had like actual CDs. Um, and then I remember they gave away like a pair of like gold rock sunglasses. I was like, you know, it was just like silly stuff that like you don't even really need. But yeah. Hey, you bought the $60 pay-per-view. Here's something like a $5 item right, that holds you over. They, they actually made you pay the shipping for it. You still have to pay the 6 yeah, bucks know, shipping yeah. for it. Yeah, you had to like mail in your cable receipt and then like a, a, a paid envelope or something or, you know, whatever to mail it back in. 
Yeah, I was. You know what? That's that's. Do you ever look for stuff like that now? Like, is um, that a search? I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of this stuff is hard. You know, where you can find it is if you if you do collect the old magazines. I know there's a lot of old magazine collectors out there. Mm-hmm. If if you find the ad for the pay per view, it's usually a very small image, like in the you know right hand corner or left hand corner or something. Um, and it'll tell you like, oh, free with your cable, you know, paid, you know, uh, receipt or whatever. So a lot of that stuff, if you look through those old magazines, that's usually where I get a lot of my, you know, items to look for. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll pick up a magazine with like a shop zone. Um, oh, yeah. You know, booklet in there. And you just scroll through that. And I mean, there's times where I'm scrolling through it. I'm literally looking it up on eBay as I'm going through the book. I'm like, oh, wow, this is really cool. Like, let's see if this is on there, you know. Do you ever do what I do and like just type a generic like Stone Cold Steve Austin? Let's see what comes up and like oh, kind of f- filter out some stuff from there. Well, I mean, we might as well. I you know I can always give like some eBay tips and tricks here. Yeah, but, like it, it's cool. Like when you when you do use eBay, if you type in, say you do type in The Rock, mm-hmm. you can put in there um, the the actual symbol like the subtraction symbol mm-hmm. and and put in like action figures and it'll it'll take all the Rock action figures out of there. Mm-hmm. So that you so that when you search that only, you know, T-shirts will come up or you can add like subtraction T-shirts and then maybe only like, you know, DVDs or something will come up other than action figures or T-shirts or like chain wallets or whatever. Yeah. So like that definitely limits your search, too, because, yeah, if you search some something so generic like that, I mean, it's going to be insane amount of especially when a guy is so popular like Austin mm-hmm. or The Rock or. You know, so if you ever want to narrow down a search, um, that's kind of a good way to do it, you know, because I'm sure there's uh, plenty of people that listen that don't collect figures or anything. So, well, another thing is like you mentioned that's funny because so today I'm a crazy person and like I was bored at home, like a lot of us are now. And I'm like, yeah, of you course. know, I'm like, you know, like I have all the WrestleManias on tape one through 13, those were Coliseum video. And I was like, maybe I should just collect the last six that were on VHS. 14 through 20 were actually released on VHS through WWF Home Video. Okay. So, so I looked up WrestleMania like 2000 to start, and like nothing came up. Like, that can't be right. So I looked up WrestleMania 16, nothing came up. Then I'm like, I just typed a generic WrestleMania VHS, and it was like at the bottom, someone labeled it wrong, and just like, it's oh, yeah, that, yeah, that annoying. A lot too. So it's, it's a little work, but it's also fun to find junk like well, that. You know, and the thing is, too, obviously, sometimes when people are selling, they just want anyone to see it. So Mm -hmm. I'll look up, like, you know, ECW Rare or something like that, something super generic. And all this, like, WCW stuff will come up. Because when people list something, they'll put, like, ECW, WCW, WWF, WWE, Mm -hmm. you know, like, just to get the name out there. Yeah. So that's a little annoying, too. Like, I know what you mean. It's like, oh, man, like. Dude, don't list it like this, you know? I mean, if, if you're really looking for something specific, you'll find it, you know? Yeah, and it's uh, the thing we're typing in either rare or vintage. Like, I try to avoid that sometimes because that usually hikes the price up, I feel like, if someone puts that in description. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, and then who's to say, you know, like, my rare and your rare are probably completely different. Sure. You know, so, like, for someone to list something, I mean, I've seen current product out there. It's listed as rare. Then I'm like, I was just at Target and had this. Like, this is not rare. Like, you know, I get you're trying to like, like you said, maybe jack the price up, or just get people to see the listing. But come on. Yeah. What's what's some like weird rabbit holes you found yourself going down? Like, I remember a few months ago, you were all about like old jackets and stuff. 
Oh yeah, old old jackets were really really popular. Uh, that's still on my I I have my my list of my searches here. Uh, WWF jackets is still on there mm-hmm. um, because you never know. Like WrestleMania jackets are still on there. Um, yeah, because once in a blue moon something super crazy will come up that I've never seen before, and I'm like, oh man, like I need to own this. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm real big on the on the food gimmick now. Like I I've been searching wrestling cereal. Okay. Um, I've been buying tons of wrestling cereal. So, uh, <laughs> d- d- uh, yeah, I know. Like, who, who even needs this, you know? Like, well, I tried to say on uh, Fully Posal, I'm like, who buys this shit? Like, you know? Somebody. Um, but there's there's a there's a couple different cereal options that – and this this came about because, like, the, the Big Show and Becky were just on those new cereal boxes. Yeah, the honeycomb. Yeah, and then, like uh, – cookie or not cookie crisp but golden crisp or whatever so i bought those and i was like huh and i do have of course you know much like a lot of us us marks we have bootios yeah and i'm like man i wonder like what the other like cereal was you know so i'm looking it up come to find out like wcw made cereal uh they made a, a sting a goldberg and a bret hart cereal so of course i had to have those um and then WWF made the like superstar cereal. Yeah. And this is a little like tricky because there's so many different boxes and it's very rare to find it with the cereal in there. Okay, so you want the cereal in there. You're mint on card with cereal. Okay. I do want the cereal in there. I want it I want it factory sealed still. Okay. Um, but there I found three boxes. I've never seen it with cereal in it, ever. So I did just find three boxes with cereal in them. But the guy wants $185 per box. <laughs> and I'm just really not at the point where I want to spend that much on a box of old, crusty cereal. But you I'm have, really not at that point. But I did save that. You because, saved a lot. You yeah. know, you never know. Like one of these days. Well, and also like eBay does the thing where sellers can offer you a lower price. They sell it to everyone that's watching it. You're like, ooh, do I pull the trigger yes. on this? <laughs> Unfortunately, this gentleman did not. Oh. <laughs> he, he did not offer me a lower price. The old the, cereal. That's funny. But the three boxes are one's got Warrior on it. One's got Hogan on it. And one's got uh, Legion of Doom on it. And, you know, it's stuff like this, like we're talking about. Like, I feel like uh, the age range, you're born between like 81 and like 89. Your um, disposable income's a little more now. So they should bring oh, this sure. nostalgia. Like WWF should bring like an old school cereal box back, like their brand of cereal. People would buy it like crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's – and going on the same – like the food kick is – the, so the ice cream bars that just came out. Right, right. Now, of course, I found them. I bought every box they had on the shelf, which was four. <laughs> um, I kept a box to eat. I gave a box to Good Brother Mike, and then I kept two boxes for myself. I am going to keep them till I am in the grave because I cannot find – I've been looking so – I've been scouring eBay for someone to be selling an ice cream bar like an original one in the box still with the ice cream in it and mm-hmm. it's impossible to find like i can find the boxes all day but i cannot find like anybody that's selling like 
the actual ice cream bar with the ice cream in it. Well, you're gonna have to have um, someone that never left their house. Like it was in an old well, that's freezer. What I mean. Yeah, like, I mean the, the the odds of that, and not only that, what psychopath other than me would keep something like that? There, I mean, no, there's a whole old food community out there. You've seen them. You know they're out that there. That is true. Yeah, there. I mean, there are a couple good good bloggers that yep. keep old food, but I've just never seen one. I've never I've never found any. Well, I guess I should say I've never found anyone selling. Mm-hmm. But um. I think that would be just such a cool item to have just to be like, yeah, this is an original, you know, because those, those went up until like we were talking on uh fully puzzle. Those went up until, um, like, Oh seven. Like, yeah. yeah like well, the mid two thousands. Yeah. Um, but I want like the original, like in the nineties one, you know, like, right. I, I don't want a mid two thousands one. Right. You want a Lex Luger one, maybe yeah, <laughs> or something yeah, like that. Yeah, of course. But, but yeah, you can't find that stuff. Like, you know, even with the cereal going back to that, I've never seen it cereal in the box up up until i think maybe two weeks ago mm-hmm. you know so it's it's stuff like that that's hard and i think as the years went on people started collecting a little more like that wcw cereal you can find that all day with the cereal in the box mm-hmm. but i think like pre like 99 2000 era a lot of people just figured who the hell would want this this is not a collectible you know and then once that 2000 era started with like, you know, internet and things like that, I think people started being like, well, I'm going to hold on to this. Like, this is cool, you know? Right. But I do think a little bit now with everyone's, everyone's like holding on to something needs to be worth a lot. And did you happen to see the documentary on Netflix? It's called uh, uh, Jack of all trades. It's, uh, it's I, you should watch it. It's about the, uh, it's about the card collecting era and how it kind of died in like 1990 oh, that is on my that's on my queue i actually wanted to watch that it's yeah. it's really good and it kind of brings up the point and the guy was but it's basically the story is pretty similar like there's a rumor that upper deck kind of like printed like oversaturated the market and made cards worthless uh and there's a quote in the movie about one of the dealers he was like they were like what's going to take it for the cards to make a comeback he goes moms have to throw all their kids cards out he's like that's why everything's valuable now because everyone got tossed and they lost them all but now everybody holds on to stuff so it's a little tough to figure out what's gonna be worth and what's not in the future you know it's tough yeah well like that's the thing i think there's a lot more collectors now you know and like a lot more people that are like holding on to everything you know even when you even going back to mania i mean when you go to mania they sell everything yep with a mania logo on it and there's so many guys that buy pretty much a ton of stuff you know just to have it. I mean, I'm guilty of that myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I've bought things where I'm like, what the hell do I even need this for? I'm like, wow, it might be cool in, in 20 years to look back and be like, oh, like, see, they made this, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of times it's like, who? there's so many other people doing that. You yeah, know, it's it's very hard to find a rare item nowadays. I think, but I, I think it's like, like you got to buy like the numbered ones. I think maybe you know, like that's about it. Sure, yeah. Any anything numbered, and you know, this all goes back to like even the figures and stuff. I mean, anything numbered is obviously your your harder to come by stuff. Um, you know, a lot of my eBay searches are are wrestling toys, and there's a lot of them that are you know Jack's classics, one of a hundred, mm-hmm. and you know those don't come up very often, and when they do. 
too. They're astronomical in price. I think right now. So I think right now wrestling figures are just like, I cannot believe the demand for them. Like it's insane. Like even on the secondary market. So recently I did a little spring cleaning, got rid of some like not, I had a few doubles and like ones I didn't really care about. So I'm like, these are loose. I'll throw these up on Twitter. They were gone in five minutes. I couldn't believe it. Like 10 figures just gone. People like want it, want it, pay you, pay you. Yeah. 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 And like, I guess I should have asked for more, (laughs) you know? I mean, it's, it, it is crazy. I, you know, I, Again, we're not. I know we didn't really want to talk toys, but that's like, okay. I, I've I've been collecting since you know ninety nine two thousand, and I've never seen it so popular until now. Yeah, you know, and that has a lot to do with you know fully posable, and mm-hmm. it has a lot to do with you know Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins and guys that have podcasts or other different outlets to say, hey, these are really cool. Everyone should collect these, and of course, a lot of people are going to be like holy shit i've had those when i was a kid i'm gonna start collecting too you know and it just drives the market up and people want those old school toys all of a sudden and and it's such a slippery it's a slippery slope too it's such a slippery slope for sure like i said last week i was talking to jeff and i was just like i i like i bought like a couple jack's classic superstars and like i'm like nope i sold them like i'm like i can't (laughs) like i'm not doing this like it might be broke I, yeah, I know. And that's my favorite line. And anytime I see somebody post like that, they bought them or they're getting into it. I just, I'm like, oh, those are, those are such good figures. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of trash ones, but mm-hmm. a lot of them are just so great. And, you know, I love to see when people are getting on that bandwagon of, oh, I'm starting to collect Jack's classics. I'm like, oh, great move. <laughs> great move. Uh, I do. Uh, there's also like Facebook groups and Twitter groups and all that, obviously for buy, sell, trade stuff for all types of wrestling merch and memorabilia. And I see a lot of cool rare stuff pop up from there from time to time. Like today in one of the Facebook groups, somebody had a, you know, the old microphone cubes around like that they would have around the mics, the WWE, yeah. they said it was a screen used WWF one. They had the paperwork and all that. I'm like, that's pretty sweet. He wanted 800 bucks. Like you're out of your damn mind. Yeah, that's, but, that's a lot, but that is but really cool. Like if this was screen used, like if you could show me like to a date, then maybe we can yeah. negotiate it. That'd be something cool to have. See, the only thing with those is they were so generic that how would you know? That, yeah. You know, I mean, who's to say, I mean, look at the ones now. I mean, mm-hmm. if you got one now, how would you know it's, it was used in an interview. It's like, they're all basically just the WWE logo, you know? Yeah. Like I think like a cool Holy Grail one would be like the WrestleMania nine ones, which were like the Caesars palace style and the yeah. gold mics. Well, I was going to say any of the, anything that's like a, an event, you know, mm-hmm. like all oh, mania or, you know, geez, even like mania, like 2000 or something would be cool just because, you know, there was probably very limited made and, you know, I'm sure everyone that they did make was on screen at some point, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, maybe. You never know, you know, because who yeah. knows how many they have or whatever. Yeah, probably have 500 in the back. Like, yeah, just in <laughs> case one breaks, you know? You mentioned uh, you started that jacket uh, rabbit hole. I started a wrestling jersey one a little while ago. Yeah. Hey, jerseys is on my, my list, too. It, I, I'm, I'm a big jersey guy. You know, and I, I grabbed the D. There's some of them I got good deals on. Like, I also don't want to spend are a lot. very expensive. They are. So I grabbed it's a, crazy. a DDP WCW starter one. But I want the Nash one because it says Big Sexy on the front. But that one's exactly, so much the more money. Seen is is Nash. But that one's so much I've more. Seen a DVD one. It's pretty generic. It's just like the sleeves have the diamond 
cutter logo and the back says DDP and the front says bang. He's number 55 for some reason, I guess. Oh, nice. That's when he was born. Who knows? Um, and there I know was, there's a Goldberg one that he's 55 too. Maybe that's just the generic number they use. Maybe. I also recently got, I think I showed it to you the WrestleMania 2000 jersey, which is just hockey jersey, yeah, which is just cool. awesome. The big WWF scratch logo. Uh, and I, I'm, Started to look for an Austin three sixteen baseball jersey he wore, but that's just too expensive right now. It's over one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, and they did make one through um, uh, Chalkline reprinted it. Yeah, but the Chalkline ones, Chalkline like I, when you were in SummerSlam for me in Toronto, I'm like, hey, could you get the Hitman jersey for me? You're like, this large looks like it's a youth small. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't have fit me. It wouldn't have fit my leg for God's sake. So I was like, their sizes are goofy, and like that's too risky yeah. to buy a hundred dollar thing if it's not going to fit. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm right there with you. Like I said, like, you know, it's a good time when you can go, you know, unfortunately again with mania, I'm yeah. sure they would have had a ton of stuff when you can try it on in person, you know, once, see, once you get a good, a good fit for them, all their stuff's the same size. Like, yeah. You know, if, if you, if you wear a three X in the jacket, you're good with a three X because there's, mm-hmm. their stuff does not really fluctuate. Um, but that old school stuff, it, it's tough sometimes because, you know, a lot of it runs small. A lot of it runs big. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of listings where guys have said, hey, this this jacket is a large, but it fits like a medium mm-hmm. or vice versa. It fits like a 2X, you know. Yeah, you got to have the measurements. And like I bought like yeah. a couple uh, Attitude Era shirts because I had them. So I bought like the Come Get Some logo. Yeah. And it was an extra large. I'm like, this is probably going to be way too big on me because I'm just a large. And I get it. I'm like, oh, this fits perfectly. It's like yeah. crazy the sizes and but the neck oh, yeah, is no, like and, a turtleneck. And, and back back then too, a lot of that, a lot of the quality. I mean, you didn't have that super soft material like you do now. I mean, it was it was basically like you were wearing that Hanes heavyweight, yep. that that thick t shirt. You know, yep. I mean, <laughs> there there was no like style back then. It was just like you're buying a, a black t shirt mm-hmm. for but sure. Yeah, jer- jerseys is on my list, and uh, you know, I was a big. Obviously, I bought every XFL jersey. Mm-hmm. old school xml yeah um and those those were surprisingly somewhat hard to find but when you found them they were only like 30 bucks which was awesome um i i remember even ripping the tags off of some of them came legit tagged and they were only like 30 dollars. so that's someone where someone thought they'd be worth money and exactly they not. <laughs> yeah there, well, i was gonna tell you too there's another cool documentary about a guy who bought like he invested like in beanie babies okay and he he like he spent like his kids like college tuition on like beanie babies thinking they were going to be like, you know, he, he was going to be a multimillionaire and now he's like a bum oh. crazy. <laughs> like how he just like, he bought all these beanie babies and he just, I don't know what it's called. I'm sure someone will tweet it to us uh, or something, but yeah, I, I, there's a cool documentary about that too. You, that, you get, if he would have sold at the right time, he'd have been rich. I remember. Yeah. But I think he was one of those, like, I'm going to hold on to this for a hundred years. Yeah. I'm going to be, you know, well, that's kind of what I keep waiting to happen with the Funkos, but they just keep cranking out every new license you can think of. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's that's one thing I don't go down. Like, when you were talking about the Jacks, yep. um, I buy the WWE Funkos, and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool, like, series and stuff. Like I, I, like, I love The Office, and they made, like, Funkos of them recently, and I'm like, oh, man, these are really cool, but I, I'm not getting into that. No, what you got um, to set a rule for yourself like I did. I bought... Jim, Michael, Pam, and Dwight, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's all I need. But, they, but they're going to make so many cool ones. Well, I, I, I did buy Prison Mike as well, so that's <laughs> See, that's fair. You're breaking your own rule I, already. I didn't buy Date Mike, though, which was really tough not oh, to buy. Man, that's, a, that's a cool one, yeah. <laughs> really tough not to what, buy. 
once they do, if they ever do Seinfeld with Pops, oh. I'll be just absolutely screwed because I will buy every single one, every variant. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, great. But yeah, yeah, Funkos is like you said. That's a that's a slippery slope too. Really going back to Beanie Babies really quick and, and the value of them. So this was back at the peak of Beanie Babies and sports teams were doing kind of like giveaways to draw a crowd. So I went to a White Sox game on a Sunday with my dad and my buddy and the giveaway was a Beanie Baby. And of course, these are super rare and it was like an exclusive Beanie Baby. Yeah. And I was maybe 11 or 12 or whatever, however old I was walking around the concourse with my beanie baby. And some guy comes up and goes, Hey, I'll buy that off of you. I'm like, huh? So he'll give you 50 bucks. And to me as a 12, like, hell yeah. And right over, right over to him. And like, my dad tells the story. He's like, you came back, you had a hat, you had a new hot dog. I'm like, where'd you get your money for this stuff? Like, well, some guy bought my beanie baby, (laughs) you know? So so funny. It's just crazy. Did you ever, did you ever look up to see if they're super rare? They're they're worthless. (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. They're worthless. So that guy's, you know, I, I got my 50 bucks worth that day. I was happy. I, I mean, a lot of, you know, cause they did make, uh, I think they call them attitude bears back yes, in the day. Yes. I looked yeah, at those. They were, they were not, they were not beanie babies. They didn't want to get that copyright, but, uh, yeah, they were attitude bears and they made those, but you know, a lot of this stuff, even this stuff we touch base on, I mean, it's, it's really value is all in the collector. I mean, you know, maybe that dude still has that white Sox beanie and he, or beanie baby. And he's just like, this is the coolest thing I have. Like, I don't know. To to me, like when I buy silly, goofy stuff, I'm like, eh, you know, I paid fifty bucks for it. I think it's I think it's priceless. You know, I'm like, this is so cool. But you know, I, it's probably worthless. You know, half of the stuff I buy is just silly promotional stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, it's just cool to look back on and be like, I can't believe they made this. But you got it. It's it's tough too. Like we're going through. We're kind of in the same time period of buying stuff. And obviously, I've got a ton of wrestling tapes, and like yeah, that's big yeah, into that's- me. But like in the past year, I cannot believe the value of these things. Like before, yeah. for example, like WrestleMania, like like seven or something, or WrestleMania eight. That tape in good conditions was worth like eight bucks. Now it's worth like thirty. I'm like, this is crazy. Like it's just nuts. I don't understand what's going on. And even like, I don't know if you guys have half price books out by you, but we have those. Out. It's just like no. a it's half price books is a cool secondhand store. They sell used books, used movies, really cheap cheap prices. They started reselling VHS tapes again for like five bucks each. I'm like, who's buying these? And the guy was like, yeah. a lot. A lot of people are. It's like becoming a thing to be retro again. I'm like, oh sweet. I'm I'm ahead of the game. Well, it's almost like the you know the the records. I mean, yep. Who would have thought buying records would be a thing now? And now mm-hmm. you go into you know Target and stuff, and they're selling records. You mm-hmm. know, as as opposed to CDs. It's it's crazy. Yeah, people but want yeah, something any, tangible. Anytime I see tapes, I think of you right away. Yeah, Jeff Fully Posable always texts me. He's like, "You need this." I'm like, "No, no." Like, <laughs> yeah, I, you're like the you're like the tape guy. Every, I think everyone knows you is like, uh, "Oh yeah, yeah." He's just Dave's fucking. <laughs> yeah, send it over send to the Steve. Old text over. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm only on the lookout for a handful. But again, it's a slippery slope. And as collectors, we make up weird rules for ourselves. Like, I don't know if you do, like, what's some like weird rules you've made up for yourself besides well, like the WWE only pops? Like what's some weird collecting rules you've made up? Well, that's, that's kind of like, you, you know, I, I have more rules of like when it comes to like the figures, because okay. that's really the, the collection when, yeah. you know, when it comes down to it. Um, but yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, like I, I talk about like the Jack's classics, how I love them. Um, a lot of them are not good. But then a lot of times a guy will be doing a signing and he's only got a Jax classic, mm-hmm. you know, because Jax just made anybody. They didn't care if they had a license to him or not. You know, they were like, I ah, just make all these guys. They were wrestlers, you know? Yeah. And 
um, you know, a lot of times the figures are like not good. And I'm like, oh, man, but he's only got this one figure or, you know, this era of the guy. Um, so that's a that's kind of a rule I break a lot because I'm like, oh, this is so bad. But then I'm like, well, it's I can get it for 30 bucks and, and he is going to be here in a week, you yeah. know. Um, so signings really break my rules all the time. Uh, as far as like, like weird merchant stuff, I, I mean, I, I, I grew up on the attitude era, you know, of course. So a lot of the stuff I buy is from that era. Um, but I also like, you know, when I, like I was born in 87. So like when you talk about like an ultimate warrior paint by number set, that was not even on my radar when mm-hmm. I was a kid, you know? Yeah. Cause that came out like 90. So you're three yeah, years old. So, you know? I mean, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't playing with that stuff anyways. But I do go back and and I can see myself being like, "Ooh, that's pretty cool." You know, I'm gonna buy that or just just silly stuff like that that I wasn't even around for. I mean, you know, I, I posted a tweet today about you know WrestleMania three was 33 years ago. I wasn't even born when, when WrestleMania three was, but I still have two seats from the the Silver Dome signed, and I have action figures that are you know written on WrestleMania three and. I mean, I wasn't even around for that era, but I still respect it. And I still go back and be like, oh, man, this is this is cool, you know? Let me ask you a question really quick. I don't know if you ever told this story. So I, I was there when you had Ricky Steamboat sign your uh, your seat back at WrestleCon last year. So yeah. when so Hogan wrote on your on your seat, I slammed Andre, or I, the slam heard around the world. Did yeah. you have to ask him to put it on there, or did he put it on um, there for you? How'd that work? He, he, he came to Buffalo, and he was, he was doing a signing, and he um, – the card company Dave and Adams was was doing it. Um, so they did on there. You know, it it was I, I now I don't know the numbers, but it was X amount to get a Hogan signature, and then it was X amount for an inscription. Mm-hmm. And the ins- the inscription I think included like three words. And I was like, huh, I really want him to write something cool on this seat. You know, like I definitely wanted like WrestleMania three, um, and then like if he could the attendance. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, uh, I'm going to get two inscriptions. You know, I think they were like maybe 25, between 25 and 50 bucks for three words. Uh, Absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, I was like, ah, whatever. It's it's my hometown. He's here. Like, I'm going to go all out because now I don't have to travel with this seat back. You know, if I ever wanted signed, like if I was going to Tampa this year. So I get up to him and I put it down and. Uh, it was funny because actually two of my buddies also had them. So we were, it was three of us in line, all with seatbacks. And he he looked at it and he was like, oh, you know, brothers, this, this is from the, the Silver Dome? And I was like, yeah. And it's it's cool because it's seat number three. Yeah, did you have to pay extra for that seat number three? Uh, no, I, I again, that was, those were, both of those are number three. And they, they were both eBay finds. Cool. Um. And I just lucked out and I, I just searched until I found a number three, you know, I would have it in my save settings and then eventually it came up and, uh, he, he was actually, Hogan was actually thought that was really cool that it was number three. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh man, brother, this is cool. You know, like number seat three too, you know, he, he got a big pop out of that. Um, and then he, he basically is holding the paint pen and he writes his name and he's like, you know, what did you want me to write on here? And I just told him, I'm like, you can, you can just go crazy. I'm like, as long as you write like WrestleMania three and then the attendance. So he wrote, he came up with the slam heard around the world. And then he was laughing because his handler thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. 
And then then he writes brother on there. And the, and the handler was like, wow, Andy wrote brother on there. He's like <laughs> talking to me like Hogan wasn't even there. I'm like, oh, man. And then the funny part was he 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 asked me what the attendance was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I know it's like a number like 93,000. And I couldn't think of it. So I kind of pulled my phone out. And he's like, I, I, I don't even know it offhand. I think it's like 180 something. Mm-hmm. Or, and he's like, oh, it's it's blah, 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 blah. And I'm like yeah that's it yeah yeah and then i like googled it as he was writing it up and he was right but uh yeah he came up with that on his own like i mean i'm sure he's written that on multiple things all the time um but the cool part was then my two buddies went and he he switched it up for all three of us he didn't write the same thing on anybody's seat he wrote i think on my one buddies he wrote like i slammed the giant um and then he wrote something on my other buddies too about like slamming Andre or something. So it was really cool. He definitely wasn't very, he wasn't generic and he didn't, you know, it wasn't like cookie cutter. Like I'll just write this on all three of them. There's three guys in a row. Yeah. Um, And that's cool. Yeah. It was, it was, it was really cool. You you could tell he definitely was like, you know, I think when you bring something like, and I know like you're, you're, you're uh, like KP can probably uh, confess to this too. Like if you bring something really rare and and off the wall, Mm Mm-hmm. Usually they're going to give you a little more time or a little more like, wow, this is really cool. As opposed to your average like figure or mm-hmm. eight by 10 or poster, you know, if if you bring something kind of rare, I think you're, you're going to get a rise out of them and they're probably going to give you a little better of an experience. I think I agree with that. And although last year, WrestleCon, this wasn't Shawn Michaels fault because you saw WrestleCon last year. Oh, I've yeah, never was, seen like wild. Michaels and Bret Hart's line was insane. Luckily, Chad Horror Movie Barbecue, him and I kind of like worked it out where we let each other cut in front of so we can yeah, get both signatures. Yeah, that worked out. But uh, we go up to like Michaels Handler, and that was the day of the Hall of Fame. And I go, hey, my buddy wanted him to sign like the time of the Iron Man match on this title belt, and the guy's like, I'm sorry, man. He's like, look at this line. We got to get through this. We got to we got to go to the Hall of Fame. So like KP had him sign a brochure for his Shawn Michaels wrestling Academy. And like Michaels didn't even look up. Well, that kind of bummed me out. He didn't even like yeah, pause. Although I had Michael sign my WrestleMania 14 poster and I knew he was just going to sign above his head. I didn't want him to. So I stopped and I go, Hey, could you just sign on the logo as big as you can? And he looked at me, he's like kind of cocked his head. He's like, you don't want anyone else to sign it, but me. Cause it's obviously got Tyson and Austin. And I go, no, no, yeah. I just want you on it. Like for me, like I'm a bigger fan of indiv- one autograph per thing, unless it's like a tag team figure set or something. But, uh, he was like, Oh, okay. So he gave me a little of interaction. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Brett, on the other hand, I've met him twice and I told the story before, but it's one of my favorite stories. I tell it again. <laughs> I gave, I met walk up to Brett and I gave him this, I had him sign the smack him, whack him VHS tape. And that's his first title win against Ric Flair. And like, he looked at it for a second. I go, Hey Brett, you know, this is, he goes, this is where I won the title for the first time. I go, yeah. He goes, not a lot of people talk about that match. I go, you know, I thought it was really good. I rewatched recently. Brett looks at me, shakes his head. He goes, Rick didn't know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> he signs it. So Brett can't help himself to bury anybody any chance he gets. I oh, love yeah. it. I was going to say, of course, that was his, his one for the day. I love it. Yeah, that was one of many. I love it. And yeah. uh, and then a second one I've told before, but I'm sure you've heard the story. We met Austin in New Orleans. My buddy was like, he's not. A, he wasn't a wrestling fan. My buddy Tony, the one. He just wanted to come on the trip, but he watched the attitude and all that stuff. And he had a, he has a bunch of jerseys to sign. So we got Austin to sign an Austin three sixteen football jersey. He goes, "What should I get for my second item?" I was like, "I have no idea, man." He goes, "I think I have an idea." 
and he shows me what it is. So, so he has the bedpan, right? You yeah. know, and we're all going through the line and the handler, the day of, it's the day of mania. So it's going through fast and high spots kind of had a goofy thing where it pissed everybody off, but I didn't care. Um, so they're like, no, no personalizations. If you yeah. want a second autograph, you got to go back through line, blah, blah, blah. Like trying to rush everybody through. Austin was still cool as hell to everybody. So, I get my signature and like, you know, I had the turnbuckle where Brett signed it first and he signed it. I kind of popped and he goes, oh, hell, Brett signed it on the bottom. I should be on the bottom. And it was kind of cool. So my buddy comes up and he goes, Austin sees the bed peg, goes, what the hell is this? <laughs> he goes, this isn't used, is it? And like, he's like, he signs it. And he's like, wait, come back here. He grabs it back, grabs the bedpan, writes, oh, hell yeah, on it and all this stuff. It was great. You know, and it's so funny because when I was telling that Hogan story, I was thinking of that bedpan story. Yeah, it's just like... Because I was like, that is that is the kind of thing you want when you... You know, of course, like, I, I'm a big figure guy. I'm sure. always going to get a figure over anything else. But if you can come up with that obscure item or something like that, you know, that just shows you, like, Austin probably is... I don't... He might have never signed a bedpan. <laughs> I'm sure he has. You the, know? the way he reacted to... And yeah, like- I mean, you know... Definitely not during WrestleCon. I mean, yeah, he might have been in the past, like it's some, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day when he was when he was red hot or something. But like, definitely not recently, and definitely <laughs> not in New Orleans. So, you know, that definitely you could tell popped him, and mm-hmm. he, you know, he gave you a little extra because I was one of those guys in line that wanted an inscription, and he, they were like, no inscriptions. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I love that Austin. I only have a little like my Austin story isn't cool like that, but like. I just love that he signed all my stuff. I had a, I had the title, a, a big print that High Spots was selling, and then I had a Defining Moments figure. Yeah. And he's and he and as, as he's signing everything, he's like, "Does it look good?" And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, "Well, dude, even if it didn't, what am I gonna <laughs> like? What are you gonna do?" Like, yeah. <laughs> like even though I was like, "Eh, it looks okay." Like, what's he gonna rub it off and redo <laughs> it? Like, no, you know. I'm like, uh, it's kind of a weird question, but okay. Yeah. It, I'd like, but, but he was super cool though. That's the thing. Like, you know, but he's like, he's like, oh, does it look good? I'm like, yeah, it looks great. I'm like, but what if it didn't? I mean, what would you do? Nothing, you know. I remember when they announced him for WrestleCon. I had never met him, and like, my wife was like, and it was expensive. It wasn't cheap to meet him, you know. And like, oh no, yeah. And my wife was like, do you want this as like a birthday present? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, because who knows? I'm going to meet Austin again. You know, he's one of the he's my probably one of my favorite ever, like number two or three ever. Like, I need to meet Stone Cold, so I'm so glad I did. It too well and then i then come to find out i mean I, I i i think i just talked about this again but um he even said i think on his podcast after that that was a very that's not gonna happen every year like he was like you know he because he, he he brought it up and said oh i had a great time you know blah 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 and he said like for the record i'm not doing this every year at WrestleCon. like mm-hmm. don't expect me to see that to you know to come next year and i'll be there so that that to me was cool because I'm like, man, who knows if he is or when he's going to do it again? Yeah, I could maybe see him do it in L.A. next year because he's out there a lot and he yeah. lives out there. So, but or other I was than thinking that, like next time they go to Texas or something. But you know, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a yearly thing, and and I'm sure it won't be even like a bi yearly thing. Like you know, yeah, and you know, sometimes you got to bite the bullet, and it's a little expensive. And like Hogan this year was expensive. I'm like you know what, I'm just going to do it and. I skip a couple other things that I've people I've met. I don't need to meet like, you know, Bret Hart again for the eighth time. I could skip Bret yeah. and meet this guy. So, well, and that's, and you know, not that this is a, we're not supposed to be talking. About we could talk anything we want, anything we want, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more of, I'm, I'm on the obscure name list. Like 
I was laughing because on, on the fully posable podcast, you know, Jeff was like, Oh, well, who'd you want to meet at WrestleCon? My list was very low this year. I, I know I wanted to meet Zeus. I wanted to meet like Gerald Briscoe. Um, there was very few guys. I, I think even my figure, uh, take this year was going to be very minuscule because I've met all the guys I want to meet. And that's, you know, it's just from, from doing this for so long and, and going to different conventions and, um, you know, my list is very, very short. I really don't have a ton of guys that are like my, oh my God, I want to meet this guy. I'm, I'm excited to meet like the Mountie now and like guys that like nobody really wants to meet, you know, you did pay to meet fake sting last year. So <laughs> I did. Yeah. And I was so happy about it. I, I still talk about it. He was you too. Know, he mean, was too. He was pumped. You meet him too. There was I, with, within 20 minutes of do, talking to you, I was talking about how I got my nitro girls poster signed and I was like ecstatic, you <laughs> yeah. know, I mean, it's, it's things like that where I don't stand in the Shawn Michaels lines anymore. I stand mm-hmm. to meet like fake sting. Who's got no line, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm in and out of WrestleCon in 20 minutes. I mean, the guys right. I want to be don't have lines. Well, I remember last year I met Jerry Lawler and he was right next to Enzo. And like, I was kind of standing in line and like his handler's like, uh, this is for Enzo's line. Jerry's got no weight. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so, so funny. Locker up to Jerry. And, and Enzo had a huge line. He was, and he was taking his time with everyone and he cutting was, promos yeah, he, and having he was, fun. He was, cutting, he was doing guys voicemails and shit and all sorts of like, he would really do anything you wanted. Yeah. So which, which was cool, which is, yeah, again, which is cool. And I, and I, I, I just told this about how, when you're in line and somebody's taking their time, it absolutely sucks when you're in line because you're like, oh, come on, let's go. But then when you're that guy that's talking to the to the wrestler, mm-hmm. you love it. Yeah, for sure. You know, so like it's so funny. It's so double sided. You know, you're like, oh, come on, let's go. Like, let's move this line. But then when you're up there, like, dude, we talked for like a minute and a half. It was awesome. Or you could be like WrestleCon last year when I was in the Ric Flair line for an hour and 20 minutes because he got up to go to the bathroom every 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like literally every 10 minutes he's getting up. And then him and Kevin Nash <laughs> had like a 15-minute conversation. Like, dude, guys, talk after the show here. I, I'm a big fan. I, there's, I, got a, I got a buddy out here in Buffalo that he we go to, you know, he goes to a lot of manias and, and he always goes to WrestleCon and he's got like a page and a half of guys he wants to meet. And I'm like, dude, like try to meet these guys because, you know, a lot of them go to, local comic conventions and mm-hmm. um you know stuff like that and i'm like dude so-and-so was just here a month ago why didn't you meet him then he's like well he's gonna be at wrestlecon i'm like yeah but why like go and wait in all these lines all day like if i know somebody's coming to like especially my area buffalo we're a big city but we're still pretty small like if a wrestler comes to a convention around here it's it's pretty easy manageable to to meet them you know, whereas like if I go to WrestleCon, it's like, man, you got wrestling fans from all over the world. Another, now all of a sudden they want to meet somebody. The line's three times as long. Another thing too, if you start getting a, like becoming a fan of a guy like on the indies, and you could like you start feeling like I think this guy's gonna be something. Like, go get his autograph for like ten bucks or whatever, or like meet him if, while you can. Because I tell this story too. This he's obviously not wasn't on the indies, but right after Cody Rhodes left WWE and was doing like his indie tour before he started New Japan and now AEW and all this was years ago. He showed up at my local minor league ballpark to do like a match against Abyss, and it was ten bucks for whatever you wanted autograph he had no weight he was talking with people the entire time and now if you want him if it's like 60 bucks he's got the longest line at every convention i've been to which is it's crazy you know you just gotta pick your guy and meet him when you can 
that that's the thing. Like I was laughing because, you know, obviously we're all kind of stuck at home. So I was I was doing a little cleaning and stuff and I, I was going through a bin of uh all these old programs, like like yeah. old WWF programs and stuff. And there was a TNA one in there. And when they were doing like their ballpark tours, they would always come here. So I'm like flipping through it and I'm like, because I know they did a thing, you know, TNA was notorious for like, they would have like free autograph signings. Yeah. You yeah. know, bef- b- before the show. And I was flipping through it. I'm like, man, this, this is so crazy that it's like Styles, Samoa Joe, um, you mm-hmm. know, even like Rockstar Spud, who's like Drake Maverick. It, it was just like on and on guys of like, they're either in WWE or in NXT. Um, just so many different, like even little tinier guys that, that, you know, still work for the company. It's like, man, it's crazy to think like they were signing for free. And now like, you know, like look at styles and Samoa Joe, they're always like yep. VIPs at access or something. You know, it's, it's nuts. It's even crazier. One of my buddies, he went to WrestleMania 18 in Toronto. He was like, access was 15 bucks. Stone Cold was there at the rock Hogan NWO. He's like, you met them all autograph picture for 15 bucks. It's That's ins- so crazy. It's nuts. I'm like, was it crowded? He's like, not really. He's like, they only sold X amount of tickets and like access. wasn't really a big thing yet. Like no one really yeah. knew what it was. So it's just crazy. See, my first mania was in Detroit at 23. Mine too. And Oh no shit. Yeah. And, uh, well we went to access and it was, again, it was not a big thing back then. Mm-hmm. And I remember waiting in line for whoever the superstar was, you know, they didn't announce anything back then. And it was, um, the hurricane Chavo Guerrero jr. And super crazy. And I was like, <laughs> wow, this sucks. <laughs> and it was funny because he wasn't even the, it was like Shane Helms. He wasn't even the hurricane back then. Oh man. I was like, Oh, this is absolutely terrible. That's a bummer. But what are you going to do? Uh, well, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I have watched those old, you know, like I think if you watch like WrestleMania 15 or something, they mm-hmm. do show like Austin signing, Michael yeah. signing, you know, and again, access was cheap back then. It was no $50 to get in like it is now. And it was also like you could call a match with Michael Cole. Like you could sit down next to him, yeah, which is it was, nuts. Now you get like some schmuck that, you know, has called like <laughs> NXT once. You yeah. Know? It's like, oh, you know, like you said, yeah, it was like Cole and, and, and Waller, I'm sure, did them. It was crazy back then. It was, you didn't know what you had, you got. But now it's, uh, it's what it is now. You know, you know, it's now, an expensive trip. It's what it is. You know, all these, sure, these yeah, trips, it's yeah. what it is. You know, and that's the thing, even like when you mentioned about going to SummerSlam, it's, it's no way compares to mania just because there's so much other stuff to do. I mean, you don't get the WrestleCon, you don't get the, you know, I know you guys love going to the indie shows and stuff. I mean, you you know, SummerSlam is basically just access and then SummerSlam. Yeah. There's no, there's no added on top of it. Yeah. Um, Boston's a you cool know, town, nobody, though, so maybe I'll go there. Boston's oh, fun. Oh, for sure. I, just nobody tackles the, hey, let's have a convention with all these old-time legends during SummerSlam now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know, it's just it's just usually a mania thing. With all this, some of this weird stuff we've been talking about earlier, like we collected, do you want to, would you ever get like a cereal box signed by Hulk Hogan, or do you want to keep that just <laughs> as is? You know, and it's funny because we just had, obviously, like a, a ton of stuff has been canceled sure. uh, as of recent, but we were getting a, we were getting a convention here in Buffalo called uh, nickel city city uh, comic-con and they were, they, they had sting this year and it was funny because I got that sting cereal. I'm like, I wonder if you'd like get a pop out of this if I showed them. And I was kind of hemming and hawing about it because I'm like, man, should I get this? Like, 
I do have a, a, a few figures signed by Sting, so I'm, I'm actually pretty good on that. But I'm like, man, this would be kind of cool, you know? Like, I, I don't know if he'd, if he'd pop for this or just be like, eh, it's another thing, you know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would for somebody like Hogan, just because I think with Hogan, you should you should definitely go the really cool route if you're going to get something signed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially, I mean, he doesn't really, if you if you don't live in Florida, he doesn't do a ton of signings. Um Unless you're, unless you live by his beach shop or something, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if I would. Maybe if it was somebody like lower end, you know, like 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 somebody like not low end, but you know, like Goldberg or Sting to be like, ah, eh, this would be kind of funny, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do look at some of the merch sometimes, and I'm like, man, what what would I even, what do I even want this for? I'm never gonna get this signed or anything, you know, like. Well, it's it's so it's so crazy sometimes. And then there's guys like you know like managers or maybe like on screen characters like Eric Bischoff for example. Like I know he's got like some jacks like ruthless aggression figures and he's yeah. got like all that. But my one buddy, we met him a couple years ago at Starcast and he was drunk the whole time, which is which oh, is yeah. hilarious. And uh, he also wore bedazzled jeans. Uh, but <laughs> nice guy. Anyway, uh, we were talking to him for a bit. So my buddy, we were just watching Starcade '97 like the week before Starcast. That was the one where Bischoff faced Zabisco and Scott Hall tried to put a loaded plate into Eric Bischoff's like karate kick pad. But oh, yeah, he yeah. couldn't get it in. And then when Eric Bischoff kicked him, the plate went flying, so it didn't work. So my buddy was like, I wonder if I can find one of those karate kick pads to get Bischoff to sign. And then he found one and Bischoff signed it. Bischoff got a huge pop on it. He was like, oh my God, you can't believe you That's brought me this. Sweet. And like, my buddy's like, could you write Star K97? He was like, yeah. And like, he started writing. He's like, how do you spell Starcade? Like, like, okay, Eric, <laughs> easy E, take it easy. But so is, cool is stuff this like the that. Same buddy with the with the bedpan. No, no, this is the co-host, oh, my co-host I was Eric. Say, yeah, this guy's a, a genius. No, no, this is my co-host Eric. He had him sign the uh, what should we call it that? But uh, but that was well, funny. I I met Bishop one time, and again, yeah, he was totally. It, it was at some local, um, you know, some summertime show where they brought in all these legends. And yeah, stuff, and he was there, and the whole time I was there, I kept seeing him putting back Coors Lights. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this dude's really like tipping them back, you know? So I had one of those um, ringside sells them. It's like a canvas for your action figure ring. Yeah, I have one too. The um, NWO one, right? Yeah, well, I did the WCW okay. Metro one. But cool. it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I you know, I, I asked him, I'm like, hey, Eric, you know, can you can you sign this for me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So I, I hold it out real tight, you know, and he's writing on it. And he, he writes, um... 88 weeks of pure ass kicking and i'm thinking <laughs> 88 weeks i'm thinking that doesn't sound right come to find out it's only like 83 because that's his yeah. podcast name and but i'm like man this was such a cool item because like he wrote super big on it he signed it really big and it looks really cool but it says like 88 weeks of pure ass kicking i'm like man was he that drunk that he didn't realize it was not 88 weeks or is he like <laughs> adding some sub weeks where yeah. like raw was off the air or something. I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> like, this sucks. Well, you didn't go to Starcast, and maybe you'll, maybe you'll get itching to take a wrestle trip. Maybe you'll come out here in September if yeah, they do it yeah, again. Maybe. Uh, but anyway, uh, that first Starcast, I mean, they, they did have the Yeti there. So I, they mean, did. Me, I was on the fence. <laughs> I almost went. So the first Starcast they did was a little more like ridiculous. Like everybody came in. It was, it was kind of chaos, but in a fun way. And, Everybody was like, it was, it was not in like a convention hall. Think of a hotel lobby. 
And that's where it was. And like, just like different rooms in the main, main level of the hotel. So it wasn't a convention. Also wrestlers are just walking around like everywhere. It was crazy. Like Bischoff's at the bar that everyone else is at. And we saw Bischoff at the bar a lot. He had a beer at his, his signing table, all that stuff. So we went to meet the dungeon of doom. We're in line. It was taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, Bruce beefcake, yep, all so that. Yeah, it's great. Uh, barbarian, all that stuff. So anyway, they show up finally as we're in the room and all of a sudden Kevin Sullivan gets a phone call and leaves and like he's gone for like 20 minutes and they were they tell me like they were like you can have the other guys sign if you want I'm like no no I'm waiting for Sullivan like I paid oh, yeah. for all these guys so Sullivan comes back and Brutus you know Zodiac signs it he's like what do you want this as like Zodiac so then the barbarian <laughs> signs it and the taskmaster was like first off he tries signing with a black sharpie. I'm like, no, 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 no. So I'm like, and what did they sign? They signed a copy of Hall- the best of Halloween oh, Havoc yeah, VHS. Okay. So yep. then, you know, he's trying to sign it. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, I want you to use this. I'm trying to hand him my paint pen. So he picks up a different colored sharpie, and the barbarian finally goes, "Dude, he wants you to sign with his marker." So he's like, "Okay." So I give it to him. Then he flips the tape over. I'm like, "No, no, no!" On the front, and barbarian's <laughs> like, "What's wrong with you, man?" And we leave. My buddy Eric, who was with me, he's like. Dude, Sullivan went to the bar and had to have pounded like six drinks. That's where he was doing. He was fucking yeah. hammered when he came back. So that was just a fun, fun Starcast weekend. So if anyone wants to come I, I to just, Chicago, I love that picture. And then like Brutus is holding the Zodiac mask up to his face that he bought from Michaels and made with Sharpies that day. And he goes to me. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Well, before that, before the picture, could you, could you buy them? No, they were his for photo ops. Oh, okay, they were his. Okay. So it was funny because before the picture, he goes, "Do you want the mask on or off?" I'm like, "Oh, put that mask on, Brutus." <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to meet the beefcake, I would have came. All right. Trust yeah, me. I, I want to meet Zodiac. I would have met the beefcake, and uh, well, that's the and that's the cool part too. Like when you do, when you do those, I, I like Starcast is notorious for it. Yeah. And I, and I and I've tweeted you a bunch of times like hey i'm just gonna come for starcast do it man out of there <laughs> do it but man. um you know even like WrestleCon when they do those cool like i was heartbroken last year they had this this nation of domination photo yeah and wwe pulled them and i was like this is so cool and then like mark henry got pulled from wwe and i was like oh like that sucks and then this year they were all there again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, maybe they're going to do it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Obviously it didn't happen this year, but I'm like, man, this would be such a cool photo op. I think and I even met D'Lo Brown like a month before WrestleMania last year at this local like comic shop. And I asked him about it. I said, hey, I'm going to go to WrestleCon and get that nation photo op. And he was like, dude, I am so excited for that. He's like, that's the first time we've all been in the room. And one time in like 15 years, I was like, oh, no shit. He's like, dude, I, I was so happy when they announced that. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And then, of course, it didn't happen. But I was like, oh, this nation photo op is like eluded me for so long. I think Res- WrestleCon got like that that you can't get all the time. I think WrestleCon got smart this year because uh, my buddy emailed them about it before for this year's WrestleCon saying, hey, are you guys going to do a pro nation photo op? And they basically replied saying, Yes, but we're not going to publicize it. We don't want WWE to pull them again. Yeah. Like it was going to be kind of like day of type of thing. We're doing pro yeah, photos like, for these guys. Hey, we're doing them. Like you want to, you want to get in on it. I right. remember I was at a convention one time and the Horsemen were there, and there was no advertisement of like a group photo op or anything, which I thought was really weird. But then I got there and they were like, "Oh, you can get a group." Like they're doing it from like one to two for you know seventy five bucks or something. I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." Like. 
you know, again, maybe because of somebody canceling, they didn't want to like have to refund people for this photo op, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I get it. Like I get it happens. Like it happens all the time. You know, going to conventions, the guys get pulled all the time or they don't show up or whatever. It's like, Oh, Sid, Sid never shows up for Sid's notorious for not showing up. I, I got my Sid meet and greet. I was happy. I was like, Oh man. Well, going back to, I go to this convention called the big event all the time. Uh, it's, it's, it's in New York city. And what's cool about it is if you fly into LaGuardia, where it is, it's at the LaGuardia Hotel. So it's you don't even have to get a cab or anything. They have a shuttle from the airport to the hotel, and it's right across the street. So it's it's very convenient if you're flying in and you just want to go to the signing and stuff. Like, I do it. I've done it a few times. And one year, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty were there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool, I'll bring this Rockers Jack's Classic 2-pack get signed. So I was in the line for Shawn Michaels and this dude behind me was like, oh, that's really cool. And Marty Jannetty's here. I'm like, well, I'm like, actually, Marty Jannetty's going to be in my in my hometown in like a month. So I'm just going to get him there because there's so many other guys I want to get here. He's like, dude, I'm telling you right now, get Marty Jannetty. Like he's here. He's doing a signing. He's he's at his table. Do it because he, he cancels all the time. Yeah. And I, and I was like, oh, man, this guy's, you know, now I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, this guy makes a good point, you know. So I get done with Michaels. He signs it really awesome, and it's it's really cool. And then I go, I'm like, well, I might as well get Marty to sign it. So I go to Marty's table, and I'm the guy's like, oh, do you want a picture or an autograph? And I'm like, oh, just an autograph. He's like, well, there's no guarantee he's going to sign it. And I'm oh, like, what the hell? I'm like, now, mind you, I'm looking at him. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, he's 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 had three good ones in a row. He goes, but if it doesn't look good, I can fix it for you. And I was like, huh. And he's like, did you still want it? I'm like, yeah, let's let's take a gamble here, you know. Marty was so messed up. It was crazy. Like, he was literally, like, hunched over his table. The handler, like, put the pen in his hand and was, like, pointing to the figures. Like, all right, Marty, sign it right here, you know. That's and brutal. I mean, he's, he signed it decently, but, like, you could tell it's, like, not his best work. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'll take it. That's Come brutal. to find out, I, you know, flat, uh, fast forward two months, he canceled at the event here. So I was like, well, at least he signed it for me, you know. That's brutal, man. What are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, those guys, you know, sometimes, like, that was like Jake the Snake. He was brutal to me when he was a when he was an alcoholic. He mm-hmm. was brutal. He was miserable. He He was very shitty to a lot of fans that paid good money to meet him. Uh, but now he's one of the nicest guys ever. I mean, I've met him when he's sober and he's, he's, he's a great guy to meet now. Yeah. He'll he, joke with you. He'll, 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 you know, uh, talk about what he's signing and stuff, but I've heard nothing but horror stories back in the day when he was, uh, you know, addict and stuff. And he's one of the cool guys, like guys like him and like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Like when you do like a, let's do, you do a combo at like WrestleCon or, or a convention, like a photo and uh, autograph. They're like, Let's take like ten photos. Let's do this oh, yeah. pose and this pose and that pose and like let's do the middle finger. Let's be choking yeah. you and stuff like that. So oh yeah, Duggan's notorious for you'll take a good photo and then he's like now one more and he'll like put his his hands around your neck. Yeah, like choking you. Yeah, he's but, he's yeah. he's like, Duggan's probably one of the nicest guys I've met out of everybody. He's just like you know and talks forever too. He's so cool. And I think people see Duggan at a lot of shows and they kind of they kind of uh, gloss over him because they're like yeah he'll be at the next one, but. uh Cause he does a, a ton of conventions. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of times I go to conventions and he just shows up like mm-hmm. with his two by fours they, for sale. Yeah. They, they added them day of, you know, but, um, definitely go meet him. He is a super nice guy. 
you know, uh, like you said, very talkative. I'm sure if you brought like an old tape or something, mm-hmm. he would be all about shooting the shit about it and stuff. Cause he's, uh, he's still very knowledgeable about all his like matches and, um, you know, all, all the different promo stuff he did. And, and he's one of the guys, he still looks like healthy and like, he's got his hair still, yeah. and he's still a big built guy. And like, I mean, you know, he's still definitely a- an older guy, which is, you know, understandable, but, um, you know, and in, in, like I was saying too, like, you got to meet these guys while you can, like, Mm -hmm. you know, even like Austin, you know, who knows if you'll ever get another shot, you know, you never know. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously Austin's still in pretty good health and he, and he looks great. He's probably gonna be around for a while, but you just never know. Like, I mean, look at guys like, you know, Eddie and stuff who, who, who went so quick and it's like, man, you know, guys like that, I would have loved to meet, you know, um, Eddie Piper, uh, warrior, those, you, those are guys I never got a chance to meet that I was like, oh, man. So now every time somebody's at a convention and I can afford it, I'm like, I'm going to meet this guy, you know. And even like Garrett guys, like I would say if, if someone sees Cena pop up at an access, jump on it because he doesn't do him anymore. Well, like, yeah, that's the thing, too. You know, uh, Taker's a, another one. You know, I mean, he was doing access every year for so long. And now, but he's kind of hopped himself on the private signing scene, I think, a little bit. Yeah. He's showing up more and more. He's expensive as hell, but he's showing up. Yeah. I don't know if you'll see Cena do that ever. Um, no. Because, you know, him him getting in the acting gig, he's going to be like The Rock. You know, he's just going to be one of those guys of like, you just got to either bump into him somewhere or, you know, maybe one time they'll be doing a signing at like a comic convention, like out in San Diego or something like that. Yeah. Like if, um, if he's in like a, let's say he's in a Marvel movie, maybe he'll be part of like some ridiculous combo I mean, where it's like yeah. 500 bucks. But other than that, like he used to be at access every year Cena was there yeah. and now it's just, he doesn't show up and it's crazy. So if you were a Cena fan, it's tough to meet him. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, you know, like you said, if it's guys like you want to meet that I even laughed, uh, we were talking about the, the access this year, you know, I mean, and even me and you were texting about it, how, um, you know, Hogan and NWO weren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, one solid combo and i was i was i couldn't believe that batista wasn't doing one well, you know because usually the hall of famer always signs they see he's a movie star in marvel he might have a contract saying yeah, he can't that's do the it thing, you know i mean i i don't know what his his availability is and what he's allowed to do really and like that's another thing too where this is kind of spiraled into signing but that's okay like for example like tyson was gonna be at wrestlecon this year and i was like maybe i'll get him to sign my copy of mike tyson's punch out and then I was Googling a little bit, like he turns out won't sign that unless you're at certain conventions because of his signature contract he's got with whoever, whatever company he's with. So, oh, no shit. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting because ironically at like Costco a while ago, there was like some guy selling prints or whatever. And one of them was the Mike Tyson's punch out and it was like 400 bucks. And I asked the guy, I'm like, why is this so expensive? His autograph's like 150 bucks. And he goes, oh, because punch out, he has a contract for it. And like. Bo Jackson, you know, I know you're a big sports fan, but uh, yeah, Bo, Bo Jackson, guy. yeah, <laughs> Bo Jackson, world's famous, like one of the world's famous two sport athletes. He will not sign Bo. He, he was famous for the phrase Bo knows. He will not sign Bo knows unless he's at a very specific signing only. Like you can't even ask him. So like, it's just wow. crazy. Like everyone's got different rules. It's more so for uh, athletes, but even we found out we met Michaels he won't sign Iron Man unless he's at a certain thing because I guess it's copyrighted. He has to be at a certain thing to be able to sign Iron Man. For who? For Shawn Michaels. Like, if you want him to sign Iron Man on, like, a WrestleMania 12 thing, he won't do it unless he's at a certain type of signing. 
oh no shit and yeah see, and i've had him write that yeah so it's just they um, sign contracts with these people and yeah and they can only do certain things well and you know and that's the thing we actually have a big sports convention that comes here and a couple times uh like well, a couple years ago they had ricky steamboat there mm-hmm. and me and my buddy went and it was funny because i was just I was just breezing through the the program of all the dudes that were there. And it was so crazy because it seemed like every other guy, like in parentheses, it would say like, will not sign jerseys, will not sign helmets. Like, yeah, I was like, that's kind of weird, you know, but again, like you said, it's all under contract and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, different guys must have signed different deals. And um, I remember I asked Booker T to sign his Harlem Heat action figure and write, we coming for you on there. And he wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't <laughs> do that. He said, he said, I'm not signing that. I said, oh, come on. <laughs> I really even tried to sweet talk him into it, but he still wouldn't do it. That's funny, man. Must, must have been a contract thing, you know? <laughs> uh, one of my uh, guys, he used to do YouTube videos a lot. He kind of stopped. His name's Kev, or Kevin O'Keenan or something like that. He would go to these cons all the time. And he would do day in the life video logs and he yeah, met Bully Ray. Always so fun. And he met Bully Ray and he was talking to Bully Ray at a WrestleCon table and the guy filming the Bully Ray goes, Hey, did I say you could take this picture? Stop. And like screamed at him and said, You didn't pay for the right to videotape this. Like you have to pay extra to do that. It's like, dude, take it easy, man. Like he wanted the fifty bucks extra for like what would have been a photo for the signature yeah. combination, which is just crazy to me. It's like you're dude, you're you're Bubba Ray. Take it easy, man. Man, Bully Ray, he's such a nice guy, too. Jeez. He could have been playing into the character at the time. Who knows, you know? Right? He's one of my favorites. I'll oh, I bet. I bet. I bet, right? Him and um, uh, who's his wife? Did you, ever, did you ever get denied? Like, did you ever have someone go to sign something and uh, no. be like, nah, I'm not doing that? No. Um, I, I know. Because like, I'm a big I, – I, I think you are, too. Well, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like – uh. I'm a big, I'm a, I love inscriptions of, even if it's something. Sure. You know, especially on like figures and stuff. If the guy's wearing the attire from like an event. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I like a little something extra on there. Cause it's for um, you too. These are for you. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. And I'm not going to get, I'm, I'm not a big, my name on figures, but like mm-hmm. if you could write like, Hey, WrestleMania four, you know, whatever on there. Um, I, I'm, I loved getting that done. Yeah, I, but, I'm not. I've never been turned down before. I think the closest I've had, I've had to stop people and convince them not to write my name before. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, like Jimmy Hart was like adamant about writing my name, and like first off, you're not like a rare autograph, Jimmy. I'm not going to make any money <laughs> off of this. Like you do every signing ever, and yeah, I th- known to man. And I think Starcast always does a flash sale every year, and I think I paid nine bucks for the combo after the sale. So like he was like, "What's your name?" I'm like. Um, you could just sign it. He goes, yeah, I know, but what's your name? I'm like, um, you could just sign your name and I'll tell you what afterwards. Cause I know you want to write to Steve on here and like, take it easy. And, uh, but I did met, Jer- met Jerry Lawler last year and he had, I had him sign the Andy Kaufman two pack with him on the Jack's figure. Yeah. And oh, I remember when you got that, yeah. it, it looks great. And, uh, he was like, do you want me to make this out to someone? I'm like, you know what? You could write to Steve cause your autograph's yeah. not worth anything. So go ahead and write to Steve on there. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing, you know, and like, like I said too, I'm not in the market to sell these. Yeah. I just personally don't like it on figures. Um, I'm cool if you want to sign an eight by 10 or like, sure, you know, like a poster or whatever. I mean, even a poster, I probably wouldn't get my name on it, but like, you know, if you want to sign something like weird or obscure, I'm cool with that because I don't really care. But like my figures, I really don't like it. And I have had like people like, um, like one time I got Lita to sign her elite. 
Mm-hmm. And she she asked if I wanted my name on it. I told her no, and you could tell she was kind of like, hmm, like okay, eBayer, you know, yeah. like 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 it's like no, 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 it's just a personal preference. Um, and then Rousey last year tricked everybody because um, you would you would go up to the table and she would be like, hey, how are you? What's your name? And you know, it's Ronda Rousey. I was like, oh, it's Brandon, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, oh, I'm Ronda. Nice to meet. You. I'm like, oh, cool. And every single thing she signed, she wrote like four and then the name. I wonder and if like, her handlers told her to do that. Like, you know, I heard she's got a thing like with her husband who's very like, this is how it should be done. This is how you should do it. Because I didn't see anybody. I mean, and I'm sure somebody listening might might have something that could tweet us. But mm-hmm. like, I didn't see anything not with an inscription of your name on it. Like I didn't see anybody leave there with mm-hmm. with something that just said Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that's interesting. I was like, man, I was like, you're pretty sneaky. Like that was that was pretty good. You well, know? I mean, did she spell your name right at least? She did. Yeah. Okay, because there's Brandon. Because she even asked me. She's already halfway through. And she's like, it's Owen or Owen or Ian. And I was like, it's Owen because at this point, I'm like, yeah. well, what are you gonna do now? <laughs> right. I'm not telling you. Yeah, I'm like gonna, it's just gonna say to brand on there. <laughs> I mean, you could put the effort in and take the paint off if you really wanted to, well, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. But I was like, ah, you know, there is a cool story behind it, you know. So I'm like, she was sneaky enough to to ask your name as you were walking up, and mm-hmm. um, she was she was an absolute pleasure, anyways. So thanks again for that ticket. For but, sure, um, for sure, you know, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I I it was just such a weird thing. I've never had that happen to me before. And well, I was like, whoa. Well, you, you, I was like, good call. You got shut down about we're coming for you. Any other shutdowns you've gotten? Um, we coming for you was shut down. Um, you know, it, I mean, it, it doesn't bother me, but it, I, when I ask for like, um, even like the Hogan uh, figure I tweeted out today, actually, and the Steamboat one, I was like, hey, could you write WrestleMania 3 on there? And it's usually a WM three which is fine yeah I've, I've never had anybody spell out wrestlemania and i've asked a ton of people to write like hey could you write wrestlemania 35 or yeah um charlotte signed her elite you know wrestlemania 32 just wm um totally understandable but then it gets a little sketchy when you ask like like i have styles debut figure signed and it says rr i think 16 or whatever <laughs> and i'm like i'm like ah, oh, that kind of is a little lame you know because like WM you could see, but RRs can be interpreted a bunch of different ways. But um, yeah, no, no, really shutdowns. I mean, I've never had anybody. I've never really asked for anything that crazy. Mm-hmm. And if I do get shut down, it's from like a handler being like, "Nope, no inscriptions." So you some, know? something. This isn't my story, but this is even anyone anyone's story. So a couple years ago, WrestleMania or WrestleCon in New Orleans in '34. So Bret Hart's line, KP told me the story where he was going to have Bret sign Hitman shades. He goes, but some guy in front of him, something happened where he saw Bret Hart look at the shades. Some guy gave him shades. Bret said, I'm not freaking signing these and like threw them back at the guy. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if they were bootleg. I don't know if they said like yeah, maybe. Vince screwed or Bret screwed Vince or something, but it pissed him <laughs> off. I'm like, whoa, I cannot believe that happened. So like he chickened out and didn't get him to sign his shades. I I was I was in uh, I was meeting Michaels one time up in Hamilton mm-hmm. Ontario and this dude ahead of me had a he had an intercontinental like a replica title and he wanted Michaels to write all this stuff on it like you know WrestleMania ten mm-hmm. ladder match with Razor Ramon like crazy amount of stuff 
And whoever was doing the handling approved it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll write that. He'll write that. Puts it down. Michaels is writing it. And, like, you could see Michaels is, like, visibly, like, annoyed. <laughs> like, almost like, dude, you have to be, like, kidding me. Like, I'm writing a whole book on this title. Like, you know, it was, like, WrestleMania 10, Ladder Match, Razor Ramon, Madison Square Garden. You know, it was, like, crazy. Yeah. It's so the dude, the, the dude leaves. He takes his title. And before I go, of course, I'm next. And Michael's like puts his hand up to me and I was I just kind of stood there and I could hear him tell his handler that's never happening again. You know, one or two words like mm-hmm. don't approve that. So I'm like, oh, great. He's already in like a shitty mood, <laughs> you know, and I was like, uh, hey, could you write WrestleMania? Like, I think it was when you did the Iron Man match. Yeah. What was that? Eight, 12. 18, 12. 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. And uh, I was like, hey, could you write WrestleMania 12 on there? And he did, but I was like, he's probably going to be like, get the F out of here. You know, like, <laughs> <You'll> <laughs> like get... I'm done with this signature shit. Yeah, he at least writes HBK after his name, which is kind of cool. Yeah, which is cool. And he's got a pretty easy signature. I mean, uh, you know, he's got that real long. I mean, he only writes like S. You know, yeah. people give Ambrose and stuff uh, and Rollins so much shit, but there's so many guys that do that. Like, mm-hmm. even Michaels, it's like, yeah, there's more ink on there, but he's really not writing anything. Yeah, just long letters and yeah, I, you know, I mean, there's some guys that are great. We've talked about Autographs before, like some great ones: sure. Ric Flair, Bret Hart, Jerry the King Lawler. They all have great autographs. But then oh, there's, yeah. you know, your Roman Reigns, which is RR, and like yeah, even Sasha Banks is pretty bad. She and, does she does a the, dollar sign, but at least it's something. But it's still not great. And the thing is now too, like a lot of the a lot of the younger talent are going that route too, like. um you know, like I, I noticed like Billy and Peyton, they dropped the last name, even though they really didn't on TV. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I even got them signed at SummerSlam. They just signed an eight by 10 for me. And it just says uh, Peyton and then like Billy K, like with just the letter K. So it's like, you know, they're definitely like shortening it up, especially when they're doing like long access lines or like, okay. Yeah. This isn't going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And you I, know, so I get a lot it. of times you want to go to like smaller shows or conventions or, um, you know, something like that where you might not have a ton of people there. Yeah. And then like you get, meet some of the older guys that have great signatures too, like X-Pac, Six-Pac, One, Two, Three Kid. Those are all cool, cool signatures. Oh, yeah. I think Kevin Nash's kind of sucks. Uh, but he, his, he, his is just so small and you have, I, I, you I have, don't know what his thing is with that. You have to ask him to write diesel. And like, he gets like annoyed yeah. when he gets, sometimes gets annoyed. I think when you say, could you write diesel? He gets annoyed. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, when they have those different characters, um, you know, like it's like Scott Hall and Razor Ramon. I mean, they try to, but you know, a lot of times when you ask them, it's almost like, come on, man, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's like me. I had a, I had a, the, the giant big show i had the giant elite and me and him i put the elite down and we started talking about beards and all of a sudden i looked down he signed a big show i'm like wow this sucks <laughs> like, <laughs> like i just waited in this super long line and now i have this giant figure that says big show and come to find out he actually did that to a lot of people and it's crazy because i've had him sign stuff that was the giant and he's asked me, like, do you want me to sign it as the giant? And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So he's down he's down to do it. But I think, like, he's just in that mode of big show, big show, big. So, like, whatever you put down in front of him, he's like a robot. You know, he's just writing big show. Yeah. And we, we and we were, like, literally we're in the middle of a conversation. 
But I was like, oh, now I have to wipe this off and meet him again. I'm like, this sucks. And that's risky too, right? Put signatures off too because you never yeah, know what's going to happen. You know, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't do it until I was like day of and I saw the dude at his table. But, yeah. You know, I was just like, oh, this is so such a bummer. But yeah, but other than that, I've never really been like turned down for anything or, um, you know, anybody to say like, nah, I ain't, ain't going to sign that. But what's uh i think we, we'll kind of end on these couple ones here so what is a couple of could be current guys could be legends but they have to be alive what are a couple of like you would love to meet but probably think they're never gonna do it like what you don't think is gonna you don't really think is possible um as far as like just doing a signing in yeah general or, or any a, a signing at like, signing in general anywhere like for me for one example like i don't see brock lesnar ever doing one and i yeah don't see the rock ever doing one like those are my two like uh, it's not gonna happen for me you know i i always went by the, the like i never thought i'd meet austin yeah and, and and he signed you know and then to find out like russell Khan got him uh you you never know because once those guys are out of the you know rock it's a little different story because rocks like the rock you mm-hmm. know he's he doesn't need this you know if he did a signing i think it would be at access Maybe his Hall of Fame year just to be like, hey, I'm here for the fans. Like, mm-hmm. this is my weekend. I'm going to do a super limited signing. You know, I hope everyone can get a ticket who wants to go. But Or maybe a charity like you know, the summer, exactly. they'd like Connor's Cure like, thing when Steph and Triple H like, do. Yep, exactly. Because just to be like, hey, I want to meet some fans. This is like my last hoorah wrestling. Um, that would be tight as hell. I would love that. Brock, he hates the fans, so probably not. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I can't imagine him doing a signing. Uh, and, and again, if I did, the dude does love money. That's true. So if he does get offered a good amount of money, um, I'm sure he would he would sign. I know he signs like for tops and stuff, like the card company. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's probably in his contract, but. You know, I, I can't imagine he would say no if they were like, hey, here's, you know, half a million dollars or whatever. I don't know what they'd offer him, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm sure it's doable. Uh, mine are, I mean, I really want, like, I would I would prefer to meet Sable over Brock. Um, Sable's one that I, that was actually the first wrestler I ever met in my entire life. Oh, awesome. Yeah, she was at a, a car show, and she was like the WWF Women's Champ at the time, and I remember my mom took me, and I was just like, this is so cool. Like I'm meeting a wrestler, you know, yeah. but it was Sable. I was like, ah, you know, but eh, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just got like a promo photo signed. I was young as hell, you know? Right. But look now going back on it, I would get so much stuff signed by her because like for one, she never comes around and you know, I, I would definitely get like an action figure, maybe some like promotional stuff or, you know, something like that. She was just a merch machine when she was hot. So, um, she's definitely one that I would love to meet. Uh, I would love if like Russell Khan could get her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but again, see, I don't think that would ever happen. Um, man, that's a tough one. Uh, I really want to meet like there. I have a very few, uh, a short list of guys. I still do want to meet. Um, Rick Martel is on there. Me too. Uh, he never yeah. does signings. It drives no, me nuts. And, and he was going to do one in the area, but he canceled. So, mm-hmm. um, I would love to meet him again, multiple things for him to sign. Uh, definitely a few figures and stuff. Um, he, he would be a really cool one. 
Ah, uh, geez. You know, I mean, the people I do want to meet, I think I have a pretty good shot of getting them this year. Uh, there's a few conventions coming up to New York, New York City and uh, New Jersey. Um, one of them has Kane, who I have met, but I really want to meet again. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonny is going to be at one who I've, I have met, but I haven't met her since, like, you know, She's been locked up a million times, so I would love, I would love to meet her again. I what was it in uh, different things for her to side? I didn't go to it, but Mania Thirty in New Orleans at WrestleCon, she was doing pictures in a bed with people. I was just you're just talking about. I would lo- I would have done that in a heartbeat. I, I know How you people not want to do that. I know you would have. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> I've seen pictures online of like big giant fat dudes in a bed with Sunny. I'm like, I would have been all about that. I would have I would have done that in a heartbeat. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's really no no guys that I don't think would ever do it. Yeah. Again, other than you know your rocks, your 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 Brocks. Uh, hmm. Yeah, like I mean, he, I'm kind of like you. I never thought Austin would do one, so you know he did it, and I, I got I guess like we all got lucky if we got yeah. to meet him. You know, and there's guys too. Like again, a lot of these stories. If you're listening to this and you listen to my fully posable interview, a lot of them are, you know, reoccurring stories. But like I was saying, like. Like Sting was one of those guys at one point where he, he could not get him. He was yeah. like uh, so obscure, and now he's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of times these guys come out of the woodwork and they're just like, eh, "I'm going to make some money." Like, they're like, realize how easy it is to make good money. Yeah, and they have they're to like, do, they have to do nothing. I can stand here for two hours and sign my name and get paid how much? Yeah, I'm going to do this all the time now. And, and you could tell the guys that are booked through somebody and guys that do it themselves, like Ric Flair, for example, like just his wife handles it all. Or yeah, she, yeah, she, she takes the, the cash. Money. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. she's doing it all. So, uh, but uh, I mean, that's the same. Like we we're getting a show up here um, now. It got pushed till September, but um, the Mountie's going to be there, mm-hmm. and he's super rare. I I've only seen him at like one or two signings ever. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping that you know for guys who don't want to go but still want to meet him, I'm hoping that he does this, and he's like. Pfft. I'm going to do this more often. Like, mm-hmm. this is sweet. Yeah, easy money, you know, man. I'm only here for one day for four hours, and I made how much? Like, you know. Yeah, well, it's well, it's been – it's always fun talking, collecting, and autographs I, and all this sure. stuff with we you, man. We definitely got off the wrong It's No, we – the here, first – it's okay. The <laughs> first half of the show was all about obscure stuff and collecting. Second half tied into it by getting stuff signed and meeting wrestlers. I think – People like hearing those. I love hearing everyone's stories. So hopefully, I mean, I'm happy ours. because I didn't give away any of my rare. Yes, eBay that's true. That I want to win. We'll so talk. We'll talk you offline. Can, maybe you can drop this damn thing in an hour, and I would still be happy because we'll nobody's going to find anything. Well, let us know uh, on Twitter. You can follow him at Hova at H O V V A, uh, and you can oh, let whoa, us know. Whoa, whoa. It's 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 H O V A A H O V A A. Whatever, I, they'll I find you. Wants to see this stupid shit I buy on eBay? Okay, come on. <laughs> we'll find you. We'll find you. There, we'll, I'll retweet your junk that you send out i appreciate hey, it all right I, I appreciate that well thank you for coming on man it's great to hey, tell no stories problem, awesome to talk to you and uh we will see it's you soon you're, you're gonna come out here in september we'll get you out here hey if, if it's still on and you guys are they're definitely doing a star cast again uh as far as i know yes they are um that's what yeah, conrad's gonna get more of that money huh yeah well apparently they're not doing a star cast in vegas this year they're planning on doing a strictly like aew type fan fest so i don't think oh, conrad okay. wants to do it um, but yeah. I'm pretty sure the Chicago thing is going to be like a reoccurring thing every year. So they oh. do ridiculous stuff. They do the photos with Tony Schiavone in front of like the old WCW set and all that, which is yes. literally, which is not as cool as it sounds. I've seen it. It's a, it's a 
like a backdrop you see at jc penny <laughs> let's not get too far ahead of ourselves here and like the scott yeah. the scott hall promo shoot with a ladder last year it said property of hilton hotel on the ladder so you know it's what it is yeah it's you know they do what they can do they do what they can do but it's still fun man we'll have you come out here soon yeah i, I mean i do love chicago maybe i will talk to you buddy all right brother thanks can you dig it, dig it sucker sucker, sucker. huge thank you to Brandon Hova for coming on and that chat that felt like we were talking for a couple minutes and went on forever. So I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did and I really appreciate everyone listening and really appreciate all the fun interactions we've having on Twitter. Everyone keep supporting everybody. Keep listening to their podcast. Buy some merch if you can and have fun out there. And like I said, another new show coming later this week. Be on the lookout for that where we review No Holds Barred. Thanks everybody for listening. We will see you next week.